Welcome to the Bailer Room Podcast. My name is Ilias, and today I had the chance to talk to two amazing dancers, teachers, and very well-established YouTubers. We talked about the state of bachata in the world, their business partnership, the life of a YouTuber, and the current situation in their home country, Romania. So, without further ado, directly from Romania, I bring you Marius and Elena. Guys, good to see you, and uh, nice to meet you face to face. Here we go. We can talk now for real. Now, I, I was thinking about uh, um, our conversation and, and uh, have my notes here, and and the thing that came to mind before we start that, like, I've been seeing your your YouTube channel uh, evolve, and I, I fell on it at the beginning, or kind of the beginning, and what what really shines through is I sometimes watch it. And just for your personality, I think you guys have a really <laughs> upbeat personality. It's fun to see you guys. And I think it's very important uh, for these kind of videos because it's not so Thank much you. about only techniques. And so that was that was really, really cool. So I think you guys are doing an amazing job on that field. Thank you. Appreciate it. We also follow your uh, your YouTube channel. We, we get inspired by some uh, funny videos you make, <laughs> like... Uh, You know, like uh, the girl in the club, the man in the club, uh, what happens, what doesn't happen, and of course the the lessons. But uh, we 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 think alike. <laughs> awesome. I wanted to know before we get into YouTube because I had a, a couple of questions about uh, sure. the YouTube situation. I wanted to know how did you guys meet? Are you first a couple in real life? No, 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 no. You're not, not. Your friends. No. Your friends. Yes. Okay. So so <laughs> how did you guys meet? Like how's the 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 connection was made? Uh, we met at a party, at a social party in, in our city, Yash. Uh, I've uh, been practicing salsa bachata for some for some time. That was like seven years ago. The the thing is, I didn't knew back then that the, there were parties for salsa, salsa and bachata. And like after two or three years of just practicing in the school, uh, I went to the party and I already had like a hip hop background. So I knew all the waves, all mm. the... Mm -hmm. isolations and uh, she uh, she was at the party i danced with her she was the only one that could uh, follow the more complicated things i could do and slowly from there we met again we met again friends etc and we we began like after i guess two years or something like that we so. yeah. we made the school with uh, <laughs> uh, with other two friends but now we've separated back a few years ago and we together <laughs> that's awesome and did you guys uh uh right away thought about doing a youtube channel or no like was this a, a plan or how did it how was the inception of that youtube channel the the inception of the youtube channel was that uh 15 years ago or 16 years ago i i started making videos different channels different thing well, what was it what was, was it what was it uh, if i remember uh How I, I can't remember the name, but I will. If I, I think I will, uh, I will say it. Okay. Uh, but it was about more like hip hop, like Got tutorials it. or how to do waves, chest pop stuff like that. So, uh, but it it was short lived. It was only a few months. Then I uh, went to college. I forgot about it. Uh, then in college, I came back to it. But then yet again, I made a pause. And uh, finally, after a few years, we met, we started teaching. And I said, hey, this time I'm going to do it for real. And how what, how long ago did, did the, the channel, like the uh, Salsa Bachata channel was open? 20... Five years? Oh, five years? Five, wow. six years. Yeah, so long, long time ago. <laughs> Yeah, it's, but it's, it's, only in the last two years, I think we we have been more active and posting more often. Three to four, actually. It was before our actual gym. We had the gym uh, in the studio in another place that was demolished. And I remember, so we have this studio for almost three years, yeah, and two like five years we we began doing regular stuff. Do you see? Do you see it as being? Um something you can do exclusively or you see it something complementary to what you do complementary why 
what we do, salsa bachata, even kizomba, are are really niche. The 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 market is really more to say so. Uh, because other stuff like gaming, entertainment, uh, it, the market is fitness, food. It's much, much bigger. That's not to say that you cannot make, let's say, a living from YouTube and, of course, additional courses, uh, stuff, merchandise, etc. So they all link together. Uh, but it's really hard for somebody that it's not, let's say, already famous, like uh, Daniel Desiree, uh, Al Ronan and Alba, uh, if they would start a YouTube channel right now, well, actually, Daniel Desiree already have a YouTube channel, they are really famous, Marco and Sara. Marco and Sara, actually, Marco with his um, Espejo Records, if I remember correctly, are a really good example of, uh, of a couple that does a really good job on YouTube. Uh, Marco, as I remember, opened like uh, his own uh, filming studio, and they make a lot of uh, clips, a lot of videos, and they are really popular. They have, I don't know, 300, 400,000 subscribers. Um, also, there was another Alfonso and Monica. They are really popular as, as well, 400 or 600,000 uh, subscribers. Wow. That's a lot. Yeah, yeah, they, they are, so it's possible. It, 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 it is possible, but of course, they all, their main focus is like what they are doing, teaching the studio, making courses, etc. But the studio at their at the YouTube at their level, I'm definitely sure it also helps uh, helps them. But it's really hard to get to that level if you don't have already, let's say, a name. Somebody that starts right now should focus. So this is a tip for everybody that will be watching this. If you start dancing and if you want to be famous on YouTube, make a lot of entertainment. We are more on the educational side as you as well, because we, we, we follow your YouTube channel. But if somebody would make a lot of uh, demos, a lot of clips, you know, and uh, especially the girl would be extra sexy, yeah, <laughs> uh, they would gain a lot of traction. Of course, it takes time like maybe years but uh the short answer is if you're not already famous and you if you don't explode it's complimentary it, you you won't make a living from dancing teaching on youtube maybe later with courses with stuff yes but i always find it crazy like uh, we we put a lot of it because i have a also a small youtube community here and, and friends that are on youtube and we talk about it like we sometimes it would take us maybe a, a day two days just to put out a video and then we would see just like a, a woman stretching with a cell phone filmed in the corner and she has like three million views i go what's that all about what what am i doing wrong <laughs> Definitely, definitely. Oh. Well, the first thing that we are both <laughs> doing wrong, but I'm not. Uh, Elena is more artistical on the part on this part of uh, the visual. I'm more artistic in part of imagination, ideas. So what we are doing wrong, uh, maybe other YouTube channels, uh, the thumbnail uh, matters a lot. The yeah. thumbnail, the thumbnail title, and let's say the first 30 seconds of the video are the most important. I am still struggling after many years to, to make a, a clickable thumbnail without making clickbait, of course, to have a good title. And of course, the first few seconds to be really catchy. As you said, the, any girl that uh, has some leggings makes a split with her phone. Uh, it's something that, of course, men will watch it because it's a woman, sexy pose, etc. We will click mm -hmm. on it. And YouTube registers that, okay, you're watching this, I'm going to promote it more and more and more and more and more. For example, we have a video. Uh, I, I was bored and I just cut a snippet of a video talking about not uh, messing the girl's face hair. And it's right now 1 million views. What? One, yeah, yeah, it, it's crazy. It's 30 seconds. It was a short. And on the video that we plan them, we think about them, we make the editing, the lights, the everything, it's like... 6,000, 7,000, 8,000. So it's just as you say, what I'm doing wrong? What am I doing wrong? It's it's very yeah. hard. Huh? It's it's so, so, so difficult. And then you, you probably, I don't know if you felt like me, sometimes you start watching the, the videos like, what am I doing wrong on YouTube? And then you're trying to figure out what thumbnail works and stuff like that. And uh, sometimes you think you have it and then the video doesn't do as well. 
It's crazy. It's that algorithm is is completely bonkers. Did you see did you see a, a dip when the pandemic starts or no? Because I saw a dip, like a savage dip. And and I and I was thinking, people are at home, they have to watch videos. And then I realized, well, people aren't, aren't dancing anymore, so they're not maybe prone to get some information. So I'm yeah. thinking, wow, we got hit hard on that field because I thought, and then the entertainment video is exactly what you were saying. Then these guys shoot up. Yeah, so I guess, definitely. Did you explore more shorts like this? I know it's uh, like a couple of months now. They're shorts. Uh, do you like them? How do you feel about them? Um, I, I would love to be more disciplined in making them because they help. They help a lot. But of course, making more entertainment, don't use shorts for education. Of course, you can do the edutainment. Yeah. Yeah. Some educational entertainment. Uh, they are really powerful. Every time each platform uh, creates a new feature, you have to go with it. So shorts are definitely worth it. As you said, during the pandemic, when the pandemic uh, started, everything went down like 80%. Mm. And... Uh, uh, like fitness went up, uh, food went up, and I don't know, entertainment went uh, mm -hmm. went up, but dancing went really down. I have a, a dilemma with my channel. Maybe you, you have thoughts on it, and it's still this dilemma has been lasting forever. In Quebec, uh, Canada, it's uh, basically a uh, French community, mm -hmm. but yeah. also English-speaking. So Canada has like bilingual laws. So everything mm -hmm. yeah. has to be done in two languages. Now, all my professional website, direct client contacts, I do them in both languages. Now, my YouTube channel has always paused the problem for me because I produce mainly, I decided to produce content in English mainly, but also I do French. And I'm thinking at some point, this might sh I'm shooting myself in the foot on a global scale maybe. And I was wondering if you ever considered to do it in your... Your, your, your native tongue, which is Romanian. Not no. at all. Why? No, not at all. First, Why? it's it's uh, the uh, Romania. It's a small country, like actively living in the country are maybe 18, 19 million people. And if you get to them, it's like, let's say maybe 15,000 dancers or 20,000 dancers in the whole country, let's mm -hmm. say. Mm -hmm. So maybe it would have uh, success, but then you split those dancers in salsa, bachata, kizomba. Then you split and, and you get to a really small uh, margin of market. Our advantage in Romania to say so, it's like it's that almost everybody speaks English. So if we do English uh, tutorials, they are accessible to them as well. But what I found out is, uh, and I have a saying, uh, English as a language is worldwide. Spanish, it's not that common to say so, but the number of people that are dancing is much bigger on the Spanish side. Mm. So what we're doing is right now creating uh, English tutorials, but we create the subtitles in English and Spanish. And we, we tried to make some Spanish uh, videos. They are a lot of work because... Uh, Yo no hablo español muy bien. <laughs> ¿Dónde está el baño, por favor? <laughs> and, uh, but in the future, we would love to make some Spanish tutorials as well. Maybe make a playlist, you know, because it's different targets. If you make the Spanish title, Spanish description, etc., it's uh, it's okay. So mm. for you, an, an advice is, I, I don't really know about the French language. Let's say how many uh, people speak it, how many dancers are there. But if you make it bilingual, I don't think it's a problem. Just make separate playlists. But yeah. Spanish is the mother of all uh, dancing videos. The, like the all these, that Daniel and Desiree, Alfonso and Monica, and many, many, many other uh, power couples uh, have Spanish channels. And they, they are doing really, really well. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Um, you guys uh, do choreographies? Yes. Right. Yes, yes, you yes. do performances uh, in in congresses and workshops. That's part of also your plan. You have a dance school at home, right? Yeah. Um, w w let's say pre-COVID, what what would be your schedule like? What does it look like? <laughs> <laughs> what a, give me give me a typical day or a typical week. 
It's a funny question because right before uh, the pandemic hit, like in 2019, we had almost all of 2020, almost all the weekends occupied with traveling. Wow. Then 2020 came and everything went down. We we were even, uh, I, I guess, uh, we, we, were su- we were supposed to go on a cruise trip, like two weeks or something like that, starting from, I guess, from Toronto, Canada, from Canada to, New wow. York. to New York. Wow. But it went down. Yeah. So a typical day is, um, we, we don't have typical days. <laughs> yeah. So let's say in, in a day we, we film, we start, let's say at 9 a.m. until 12, maybe we film. Then uh, we go back to our home. Maybe Elena is taking care of, uh, taking care of some um, papers with the school, etc. I'm mm. editing. We're both posting. We're both taking care of, care of our students. So it's, let's say, online stuff. Then maybe around 4 p.m. we go to the school, to the studio. We train. We prepare the courses. We clean the studio. And usually at 7, we have classes until 9, 10 9, p.m. 10. Yeah. And then, of course, again and again and again and again. It depends on the week. Maybe we have a performance. Maybe we have uh, somewhere to be. But that's the general idea. Do you enjoy and traveling? We have a lot to do and we try to fit them yeah. all in the schedule. Mm. And you guys uh, still enjoy traveling and going uh, for workshops? And is that yes. the, is it your favorite part? What's your favorite part uh, throughout the, this experience? Teaching. <laughs> Teaching? We yeah. love teaching. Yeah, uh, I we will. I like a lot teaching because when I started, uh, I let's say I didn't have somebody to be interested in my evolution. Of course, I evolved, but I did it on my own. And uh, from time to time, as I became better, I became became an assistant instructor, and I was going to people, telling them, teaching them, saying what they could do, and I I saw that spark in their in their eyes when they mm. understood something. And I still have it now. So definitely teaching. I like it. I, I would love just to travel and teach, not perform, mm. not even social dancing as much as teaching. <laughs> oh, that's cool. I feel I the same. I love to see a person that comes to our studio and it's like he doesn't know how to dance at all. And maybe and most of them are like shy people and yeah. very introvert. Yeah. And after a few months, after a year, we can see them, how they grow, how they became, uh, become good dancers. And also they, uh, them as a person, they evolve, they evolve and grow and like they get out from their mm. shell. Yeah. especially boys yeah. <laughs> it makes me it makes me think of a story i like to tell the people when people tell me oh no i can't dance i have two left feet because that's all uh, something that comes along really often i say to, th- to them yeah. i have a story to tell you i go i have i have two guys that came through the door once there was one guy that came in and the one that stand at, at the corner of the door and the guy came in and I went to see the guy at the door and he goes, listen, uh, you want to try the class, you know? And he's like, no, no, no. I just came with my friends. And, you know, he, the guy at the door had, it was a typical like uh, cigarette pack in, in the, in the you know, like not, not, a, not a dancer, like he, no profile dancer. No, if you see this yeah. guy, this guy's a trucker. He's not a dancer. So, <laughs> so, 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 so I go, no, 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 come in. So I convince him to come in. So he comes in. He starts the class. He likes it. He stays with his friend. His friend drops out after the first session. So he's like, he stops. His friend stops. He continues. He does beginner, intermediate, advanced. Now I see his interest. He starts for some reason, bizarre reason. He starts to learn the girl part. Like he's interested in the girl part. It goes, okay, yeah. So so he does both now. Then he, I have an amateur dance troupe. So I invite him in the amateur dance troupe. So he goes to the amateur dance troupe. And then I have semi-professional dance troupe. He goes to the semi-professional, starts to perform around. And, and, and at the end of his experience, he goes, listen, it's changed my life. I, I, I never talked to women. Now I have many friends. I yeah. met my girlfriend. I have now a child after five years down the road. And he goes, I never thought I had it in me. Like, he knew yeah. himself didn't understand like and when he told me this he was like almost crying and i thought that's the reason that's the guys like this those are the reason why we do our business we yes. we, we 
we, we expand, elevate, we give opportunities to people. And I feel the same way about teaching. Like I actually, when I had, uh, when I had two children, I had to drop some things in my life because children take time. <laughs> but, so, so the first thing I, I stopped doing is, is uh, coaching teams because it was so time consuming, as you know, as soon as you have a team, you have to travel with them and, and there's a lot of, of energy. So I stopped dancing, I stopped doing shows, but all it was all calculated because I thought, what do I like to do more? I like to do videos, creations, and teaching. So let's keep these two happening yeah. and that's it. And I had to, to trade off a little bit. You, do you guys have children or no, not yet? No, 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 no not yet. <laughs> boyfriend, do you have boyfriend, girlfriend on each side or? Yeah. You do? How do, how do they deal with uh, the fact that you guys working together? Because you guys spend mostly the most of the time together, right? Mine is also a dancer, so she totally no understands. <laughs> yeah. Mine is not, but it's okay. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. Uh, do you guys, when you guys work together, uh, uh, do, when you have, like, say, communication challenges, like, how do you how do you work together? <laughs> what kind of way? <laughs> We have those moments too. Yeah. Sure, but lately, sure. uh, as a, as a real man that I am, yes. I learned to say it's my fault. <laughs> Solution to oh, all yeah. problems, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, she actually believes that it's all my fault, and I'm starting to <laughs> I'm starting to believe it's all my fault. <laughs> no, no, definitely. No, we are very strong characters. Yeah, both of for us. sure. And we are totally opposite. But if we stay together after seven years of head bashing and you know, like hitting a brick wall all the time, uh, we definitely will keep on going. We, how would how would you describe like each other, like personality wise? You start because I have to think. I have to describe him. <laughs> yes. Yeah. How would you describe him? Oh. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> Crazy, crazy. She, she's gonna say I'm crazy. Crazy, we are both, but different. But uh, I don't know in a word or <laughs> no. You just how, how do you how do you describe it? Like how, when you work with him, what's how do you how do you feel about him? He's waiting. Uh, Look, he's waiting. He wants to know. No. <laughs> he wants to, no, he knows. You he better knows. say the right thing. No, say no, the no, right no, no, thing. No, no. <laughs> no I, I would know if she was lying because I already know what she thinks. You know, like. It's okay. It's no. It, she, it's me. What she's gonna say? It's gonna be me. <laughs> yeah. I think he he has the quality of an artist. Mm. An artist, <laughs> like an artist. Usually, it's like more not so much organized, not so much. Uh, I don't know how to say. This is like more like dreamy. Yeah, exactly. More... A poet. A poet. Yeah. 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 La vie. <laughs> and very La vie. enthusiastic and has a lot of idea all the time, but all of them in all of the places. And mm. then we struggle to yeah. make something <laughs> from them. And I, I, I don't know, like, you know what I'm thinking? She would be like an accountant, you know, like disciplined, <laughs> She knows where everything is, organized. She knows how to deal with people. Um, so we're at the opposite spectrum. And maybe that's why we, we work so well together. Yeah. I think it's, it's a very complimentary, right? Yes. Yes. Awesome. So, so on, that, on that subject, I actually prepared a game for you guys. Oh. <laughs> <Get us>. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So... <laughs> So uh, the game is is how well do you know your partner? I'm gonna ask you questions. I'm gonna mess them up. No, no, no. And, and then she, you will have to answer for the person, and then the person will judge if the accuracy is. You should be like, yeah, that's accurate. That was okay. So let's start with you, Elena. So so let's say so let's say uh, your partner wins the lottery. Okay, he wins a million dollars. What is the first thing he would buy? Uh, oh, uh, Elena, yeah, yeah, about Marius, yes. Okay. Okay. So Marius, I think the first thing, yeah. a very, very, very big studio, that studio. <laughs> is that correct? Yeah. Does that sound right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first thing that came in my mind was like a, a, a big space, but studio mm. space, it's there. I, I would definitely buy like a, I don't know if $1 million will be enough, but uh, like a big warehouse with four studios, uh, mm. club, uh, studio for filming, for editing and for everything mm. else. 
And how Elena, about, how, yeah, what is she? What would she buy? Right off the bat. Hmm. I would say the same, but you know that would be like copying the 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 idea. Let's say um, this is a tricky one. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely. Maybe she would buy uh, everything else that we need for the studio. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Of course I will, but after. <laughs> oh no no I know I know I know I know. Yeah, what 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 what? It, it was it was one million. That's too much. So I know what she would buy. She would buy uh going back ticket with like six months of staying there and everything else included in the South Korea. <laughs> South Korea. Yeah, she wants to to go there really, 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 really bad. Wow, why South Korea? What what what's? Uh... I'm fascinated by their culture. I and I don't know their their way of living. They are very much like me and how I would like to be because I'm not I'm not there yet. They are very disciplined, very organized, very hardworking, and I think I would I would fit in there very mm. well. <laughs> Yeah. And also, I'm I'm amazed by their culture and their traditions and their way of living, healthy and a lot of things. Awesome. Lot of things. So I I just need to go there and and check if all I have read and documented it's really like that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I need to see I, with my own eyes. <laughs> awesome. I wish you that trip. So, what is your um, Elena? What what is uh, Marius's um, favorite junk food? Shawarma. <laughs> Shawarma, yes. <laughs> and, and for her, the the McChickens sandwiches. McChicken, yeah. yeah. The the it's sandwiches. The only one. Mm. It's the, the only junk food that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, also, uh, so Elena, what is your what Marius's most irritating habit? <laughs> Talking. <laughs> <laughs> No. Um, Breathing. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's true. He has a lot. <laughs> I can keep going. <laughs> well, breathing, my friend, you're cooked here. Uh, so um, what would it be? Like, what, what do you find? The most irritating one, I think it's, but it's also a very good thing. He's stressing too much. Mm. Like, I stress also. But when he's stressed, even if I'm calm, he stresses me too. <laughs> mm. uh, so yeah, I think this is the one. But also, it's a good thing because that stress makes us do the things. Yeah. How so I, I like to like, like to to think about all the possibilities, everything that can go wrong, that can get, go good, and a lot of ideas come from this, and I can uh, solve things and adapt. And adapt, of course, I'm really adaptable. And I also am really, uh, I like to take risks because of that. Uh, but now in the last period, I, I start to manage that stress to, you know, come on, breathe a little bit. So that was about me. For you, the the, the thing that I hate the most is, is how, <laughs> not, perfect, no, not perfect, but let's say how close to perfection everything must be. No, we, mm. we, we were we were making our studios with our own hands and I did everything, the electrical part, the walls, everything. And I, I put that thing where it shows if it, everything is leveled mm. and I was making things and she just enters the room. That's not correct. And I'm ah! <laughs> so she's uh, like a perfectionist. And sometimes that kills me. That's ah. Sorry. Yeah, but no it's worries. also good because I'm really... I'm not the one to, to judge how good a thing is. It might be good in my perception, but she's closer to reality. Mm. And what is your partner's favorite curse word? Curse word? Curse. I, I know mine, but I'm a boy, so... <laughs> yeah, so she... but they are in Romanian. <laughs> Oh, uh, please teach me one, one. No, no, no. Please. I cannot say it. I'm a lady. Okay, okay, no problem. So, so Marius, teach me a proper curse word in Romanian. So I come oh up, like, at least I'll I'll come up with something so I can go in the streets and if I see a Romanian guy, I'll introduce myself. Let's do it. 
<laughs> okay, so I'm gonna say the one that's international, you know, yeah. like suck my dick. It's uh, <laughs> Suj, and then Pula, like it's you know that uh, the uh, the national in Botswana, the how is it, the currency? It's one. Oh, you what's yeah, happening? I'm back. I'm back. Oh, I'm back. We're back. We go. Back. So it's suck my dick is Suj Pula. <laughs> Suj Pula. Yes, perfect. Okay, so I'm just gonna let you know that's the only clip I'll put on YouTube. Yeah, awesome. Just that part. Just that part. All right. Don't worry, <laughs> I'll make the subtitles. <laughs> That's the only thing. Well, who are these guys? Who are these guys? Yeah. Um, all right. Well, what's next? Like, yeah. So, what is um, what does your partner complain the most about? Me. She complains about me. And, he, and him about me. Yeah, so we both complain about each other. To each other. And who's the most emotional? Let me guess. Let me guess. The most emotional. Marius. Yeah. Yeah. You, you give me all the description before. Yeah. Uh, so who takes the longest to get dressed in backstage when you guys perform? Oh, come on. Don't show the, it's you. No. Well, not only I, backstage. I, I... <laughs> no, the, the truth is that he has a, a good speed when he's dressing up. Mm. But always at the end, he still has something to do. I forget things. I forget yes. things. And that's why it takes longer than, yeah. <laughs> than for me. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so she, she actually is uh, changing really fast. But because I'm disorganized, unorganized, uh, I forget where I put things. So, yeah, okay, it's me. <laughs> one last one. Who spends the most time on Facebook? Hmm. I guess me, because I check all... Oh, my joke. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I guess me, because uh, I also check the, uh, the, the emails. I check everything. Messages, groups, posts. Well, actually, it depends. Because if we are talking about messaging on Facebook Messenger... Mm -hmm. I think I spend the, the most time because I always uh, talk with the students, the messages. I do all the organizing mm -hmm. things. So I need to talk to people all the time. But if we are talking about uh, scrolling and just checking the Facebook, I think he is. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> now, I, 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 one thing that I, that I, I wonder, because I don't know much about Romania, sadly. Yeah. And I just wanted to know... Um, to get a sense of what it, what is how did right now the life in Romania for for you guys as dancers, mm -hmm. uh, what are the the challenges? Where are you at uh, in relationship with COVID? How does your government handle it? Just to have a a sense with how we do it versus you guys. As, as a joke, which actually is not a, it's a it's based in reality. So in Europe, there are only two countries that are in the green, <laughs> Romania <laughs> and Bulgaria. And, no, and I think Portugal. Por Portugal. 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 So Romania and like Portugal, we're the only countries in the Europe where we are green. <laughs> green mean, meaning there's nothing, all is good. No, no. No, it's not nothing, but it's not so much. It's not really bad. So now the more, uh, the, the long story. So that's the phone. So, um... Right now we have restrictions, depends on the number of cases, the ICU beds or something like yeah. that. Uh, so we can right now work between 30 to 50% of the capacity. Of course, masks and everything else, but uh, it's okay, we can travel, we can keep workshops in limited numbers, depending on the overall cases. Uh, of course, no parties, no big gatherings, that's a pity. And the biggest challenge right now is just, you know, doing the slalom between all the laws, laws that are keep changing. And, you know, now we have 50%, now we have 70%, now we have masks on, masks off. The hour until we can work. Yeah, it was until 9 p.m., now it's until 10 p.m., and everything is changing. So that's the biggest challenge. The, the, the people are willing they they want interaction they want to dance they want parties but uh this is that 
the most struggling part adapting to all the laws that are keep uh, that keep changing do, do you feel that that, that that there's a switch where where right now people have enough and and want to get yeah. back and there's a push towards that do you have a feeling yeah. that's the way in your yeah. romania yeah definitely because in our country sadly it's also let's say it's not the most corrupt but it's Not, not, not corrupt in the idea that you know you um, everybody gives money to everywhere. No, in not, not that idea. In the idea that the, the leaders that should do things for the people are doing things for them. Because we don't have any real measures outside the vaccination of, you know, like, okay, let's get this to an end. The media, it's always spouting toxic things to keep us afraid and, you know, to divide the people. And we, we, we had enough. We just, okay, leave us alone. If we die, we die. If we get better, we get better. But stop changing the laws and make everything chaotic. Yeah. I guess that's in the whole world, actually. Like, each country had it enough. Yeah. D does your government help you in any way or no? There were some measures in the beginning in 2020, but I'm, I, I can't say right now there are actionable plans in place. Maybe for other, but even in the hotels, restaurants, and etc. areas, there are a lot of uh, debates and difficulties. So no, and we never, uh, in general, those that have at least a business don't actually Uh, how do I say, account or just ask for help from the government because we know it's not coming and we are uh, on our own, to say so. Mm. There, there were some, some help, I know they, they were. For yeah, the, in the beginning there was like with rents, with the grants, something like that, but we didn't apply because one, we weren't in the, I don't know, the criteria, we didn't meet the criteria, yeah. and overall... We, we, we rather made the uh, go get funding campaign. We made some materials and we hoped people will, uh, will support us. And in like uh, four days, we gathered the money and I was like shocked. Yeah. And uh, it, it helped wow. us pay rent for six months. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, so you it, had... it really was. That's, that's basically you have a, a good clientele or a good good amount of community already built. Yeah, up. it was it was worldwide with the YouTube and of course our students, our friends. But uh, we we made it public. We made it on YouTube. There are there are still the videos out there with the lessons. We made each day uh, a tutorial and also we made some uh, lessons packages for those that helped us separately and sent thank you notes, thank you videos. So we made something. It, it wasn't like okay, help us and. That's it. It's it was like okay, you help us, but we give something in return. So uh, it it really it really helped us. <laughs> wow! In it went, once you hit the, the fourth day and you saw that coming in, you must have been completely surprised. Yeah, yeah but I, I was hoping like maybe maybe in a few weeks maybe a part of uh, the money, but in like four days it was mind blowing. Yeah. Mm. Do you guys uh, do you feel now with slowly some countries lifting the restrictions you, you you said you could travel do you what's your traveling rate right now do you guys uh go every every weekend you're on a plane no 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 no, no, no. no. right now what is there are like? there's still a lot of restrictions in different countries and even if uh, we could travel uh, it, it, it's not restrictive to say for example we had the opportunity to go again in uh, in turkey But because of the situation now, right there, um, the B, it's a really big inflation, like uh, the euro to their uh, lira, lira, I don't know, their national currency in euro, yeah. it, it, it went really crazy and um, they couldn't keep the events, the hotel rates went up, so they canceled a lot of events. So the idea is that there are still things keeping, you know, like small events or festivals in uh, being normal. Also the restrictions with the numbers of people, etc. That's not to say like in Europe, there are a lot of events, but of course we're not invited to all of them because we're not like, you know, top tier uh, artists. <laughs> mm. Not yet. <laughs> I think you are. Vlad, I think you are. They just don't know it. That's the way to see. <laughs> yeah. No, in in uh, inside us, we already know that we are really sure. good teachers because we have seven years of really good feedback from everybody that met us from all the festivals or the parties. Mm. But it's normal because we we are not 
promoting yet what's uh, required. As I said, you know, entertainment, uh, heavy stuff, sexy dances, stuff like that. Mm. That's, uh, you know, as always, sex Because sells. Because we, we, we chose to keep our principles. So. Yeah, yeah. So we more we go well, more a lot on the. I, I I actually respect that. I have a lot of admiration, and that's that's one of the reasons I, I follow you guys. You don't sell that at all, and uh, it ha it has its limits. For from my from my perspective, it has its limits. Like uh, uh, people dancing in in thongs, you know, it's like okay. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, if yeah. I, I, I want to learn how to dance. I didn't I didn't come here for, <laughs> but yeah, but um yeah. I, I want to get a feeling. Uh, I've been in the business for now more than 20 years oh, and I and I still and I still uh, consider myself uh, a salsa enthusiast basically more than anything of all other dances I trained in other dances for uh, to get a good sense of some techniques like spinning and stuff like that like ballet and, and all this like I did ballet classes when I was 45 years old that was the funniest thing with uh You know the postures and stuff yeah. like that, but but I, what I want to get it get to like the the last five years in Montreal, we saw a huge boom of bachata, and um, to a point where one of the biggest event organizer here in Montreal switched the rooms. Basically, there was like say two rooms. There was a small room and a big room, and now the big room is bachata, and it was salsa for the last 15 years. First, there's two folds to my question. The first one, I knew, I know you guys as bachata dancers. So, is there a point where you guys made a conscious decision to specialize in bachata or to put more bachata out there? No, no, it no? was. Um, if it were up to me, I would make the salsa dance, like you know, all the combos, the moves, etc. But I'm not really attracted to the, uh, let's say, general salsa music. I like more uh, the bachata music, even some kizomba songs. I'm more, as Elena said, I'm more a poet, I'm more an uh, artist. And I like to, let's say, feel something. That's not to say that salsa music doesn't transmit emotion. But, you know, a bachata song has that feeling of either I'm hurt or I'm happy. It's more melodic. It's more... Uh, it's and more as we said he's the more emotional yeah yeah so it's more towards you know you're alone at night drinking because your girlfriend uh left you <laughs> that yeah? kind of pain so, that kind of pain yeah it, it makes more sense yeah <laughs> and i like the music i like bachata music more and that's why uh of course the wave the stuff like that but it wasn't uh, a decision okay this is gonna be big we're gonna go on bachata no it's what i loved the most And we connected better. Yeah. In mm. And also we train a lot on salsa because in our opinion, even if we love bachata, salsa is the mother of everything. It's really complex. It's really hard. You cannot dance salsa and make it look good if you are not a good salsa dancer. You can make bachata look good even if you have two days of dancing because you just repeat a pattern. You do some waves, you do some dips, and that's about it. But in salsa, no, you have to be really, really, really good. But And th that's this, why, this yeah. argument I heard uh, many times. Uh, I still have uh, some, re <clears throat> some doubts about it. And I'll tell you why. I think, for example, what you guys do at a high level of bachata, I think it's as hard as salsa to, to accomplish. I mean, you might disagree, I but, but I, feel, I feel inside. I go, it's true in a sense if, we, if you take the bachata pattern of going back and forth like this because there's no pauses. Because uh, when, I, when I used to teach uh, little ones, the hardest thing to teach them, let's say a five-year-old, is the pause. It's the hardest thing and to teach. 30-year-old is the same. <laughs> <laughs> it's the hardest thing. And it throws like a curveball of understanding maybe uh, time. It's like a psychological thing. It's not even a mechanical thing. And bachata is like a, a line dancing. It's like da 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 da. And and when I learned it, the, the the side bachata was was the main thing. Right now, like there's complexities, but I feel that if let's say if you take for example you guys dancing bachata for me, as I know salsa very well. I started to take those salsa sensual bachata lessons from a, a really good dancer here in, in Montreal five years ago. Because I thought, man, I, I have to teach this to my students. My students want, want it. And I, I, I kind of start to feel that I didn't got these chops. And it was like starting to dance again. 
I felt like, oh, okay, this, the waves, okay, timing the waves, moving the body of the woman. I go, I didn't know that. So yeah. I, 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 understand, I understand what you say, Marius, but I feel that some t the bachata where it's at right now, it's, it's, it's not that easy at a high level. Yes, if we talk especially about bachata senjua, it's not easy. This is the most difficult part to have all the body movement and all the technique that you need to, to dance good bachata senjua. So For it's sure. not easy. But I think what Marius tried to say is it's a lot easier to make a bachata dance look good on social media, to look wow, mm. because you learn two things and you dress sexy and you put them there. And yeah. We okay, got it. For for bachata, even the sensual part. Of course, I have hip hop ground, uh, hip hop background. It's it was easier for me. But if I have a student that comes to me, he has zero experience in coordination, lacks a musical ear, and never danced. So a perfect beginner. In in six months, I'm making him a really 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 good sensual bachata dancer, of course, with implication from him and, of course, training. But in six months, uh, as a salsa dancer, it is not going to be at the same level. Why? As you said, like that that pause messes up everything, the four and eight, for example, if it's on one or on two or, I don't know, the other side is Cuban. And, for example, in bachata, you don't have spins. Maybe you have a double spin, but that's it. While for a girl, in you have in let's say three crosses, the men can make like four spins, and uh, everything else it's much more fast on the salsa side than on the bachata. So they are both difficult. But for me, if I were to go, I'm gonna exaggerate now for uh, as an idea. If I enter now a bachata competition, I might be uh, really well uh, placed. But if I go on a salsa competition right now, because we do both of them and we train both of them, uh, I'm, I'm definitely not in the top 10 on the salsa part because it's so much more the energy, the flow, the body movement. Even if Elena said, you know, like the body movement for, uh, for Sanjol, uh, of course, it's hard, but you learn it. But in salsa, you have so many more things to, to learn, bam, 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 and stuff like that. And that's why... Plus, if you want to be a good salsa dancer, you need to know all the the culture, the all the the other uh, styles. Of yeah, dance, to say so. Yeah, to say yeah, so yeah. that you can incorporate in your salsa dancing, like Afro, Rumba, and all the Orishas, etc. So that's why I also think uh, bachata exploded because it's simpler to say so. For example, uh, two days ago, not two days ago, Monday, we started a new beginner class uh, in our studio. So people from zero. In salsa, you can feel the tension in the air and the stress, the, the pause, the move, the basic step, everything. Everybody is so focused. On bachata, you, you hit play, everybody keeps the timing, starts when they need to, they already do turns and it's so they feel much the music they feel the music they they are laughing they are so it's totally a different yeah. atmosphere so yes. if if you put that on a normal dancer to say so on a student and you put him in a on a festival he's definitely gonna choose the bachata room or maybe the kizomba room because it's more chill they go to socialize they go to have fun so that's not gonna that's not to say uh there won't be those salsa dancers that you know they they need the fix and go and mm -hmm. definitely i'm a person that likes salsa like salsa dura if if you put aguanile i'm gonna be the first one that dances it and i'm gonna be the first one that dies on the floor mm. but, for me the second yeah because i need to dance with you. yeah <laughs> <laughs> so mm. that's why i think worldwide you know that thing with bachata is taking over it it, it was marketing but we live in a society in the whole world which we need everything now. You know, or the um, if you go on, Faster. yeah, if you go on mm -hmm. Google and you search the attention span on social media, Facebook did the uh, I don't know a research, and it's like 2.5 seconds. So it's 2.5 seconds of attention for social media. You just swipe, 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 swipe. You know what? Yeah. I, how how bad I realized that that something switched in my brain is when I tried to read a book. I tried to read a book last week, and 
just to get myself to turn the pages and concentrate. My Jesus Lord, I thought I, I lost the skill, and I used to read books. I got, I'm thinking, what's happening? Do you do you uh, what in in the bachata world? I know there's different styles. How would you describe every style of bachata, and where do you think it's going? Like, how is it melding, or do you how how do, how does it work? Because I'm not very yeah. familiar with the bachata world. Yeah. So of course, the real bachata is in the Dominican Republic. They they don't have rules. They don't start on one, on two, on three, or four. They it's let's say uh, each country has some kind of national dance. Even if I remember and I researched correctly, in the Dominican Republic, it's the uh, merengue, if I remember correctly. And so bachata, it's not the national dance, but it's in their culture. Okay, so it's their culture. They dance, they have fun, they don't keep rules. Now you have the bachata, the European style, let's say the, the Spanish People, the adapted version. Yeah, the adapted version to be able to teach it, etc. So you go to the left on one, to the right on five, etc., etc., etc. Then you have the sensual bachata. Corky and Judith uh, created it. Daniel and Desiree are well-known promoters because it exploded because of Daniel and Desiree. All the body waves, the sensual mm. stuff, the head rolls, etc. And nowadays, I think it's going uh, not from a dance perspective but more from the perspective of of what people need from it if that makes sense it's going to some showcase kind of dancing if that makes sense if we, even if you're on the social floor nobody watches you nobody should film you you want to do all the biggest dips the biggest headers the most complicated things the biggest waves and sometimes in show off. yeah you want to show off so I think it's gonna go somewhere uh, along the lines of showy, yeah. All mm. the big dips, the big headrolls, the complicated moves. And I have a saying which uh, we use it in our YouTube videos and to our students. People need to understand that what you see, you won't feel, and what you feel won't be seen. So. If I see two performers dancing and, oh, my God, they have such a good connection, so awesome. They, they were perfect. That's a choreography. They trained their ass off. They know the song. And for them, it's work. That's not good. I'm not saying it's not pleasure, but it's work. Mm. And if you have, it, it's going to be perfect. You're going to watch it and it's going to be perfect. But then if you take two people that just get to know them and they have that awesome dance, that awesome connection, four-minute song, song feels like three seconds, but they didn't do anything other than maybe a basic step. Mm. Yeah, That's an awesome feeling. But exactly. if you watch it, it's, oh, my God, I am so bored. But people go away from how it feels and go towards how it looks. How it looks. And I want to say something for everybody that's going to watch this. Especially the ladies, because I dance with the ladies. Ladies, please, pretty please, when you get an artist to dance with you and you want to be filmed, be you, be natural. You cannot do in three minutes what you haven't done in six months. So if you want to do perfect dips, perfect head rolls, perfect musicality, perfect body waves, perfect moves, perfect connection, you need to train those before you start dancing and somebody films you. Because when a camera comes off, everybody changes. Yeah. And it's unnatural. And, that's, and that unnatural thing is really visible. And when you will watch the video with you, you are not going to like it because you're not natural. Mm. So for everybody, men, girl, everybody, try to dance natural because that way the artist, he's already accustomed with being filmed. He knows his business. He knows what he can do. He will try to put you and make you look beautiful. But otherwise, it's going to feel like a fight. You are changing how you dance, and I'm trying to adapt to how you change and get you on the right track while you get me off. I get you on, you get me off. And so, <laughs> yeah. It's, so, it's, it's a difficult thing because once the camera starts rolling, when somebody's not used to, like... Uh, it's it's even when people are slightly used to a camera they change right so it, it must yeah. have taken you how, how long uh, I, I was curious on the evolution of your youtube channel uh at the beginning you were filming how long do you think it took you 
to get your personality out to a natural state that you when you film you're like yeah it's me that's how i am like how we talk now how long did it take you it was really fast because I started with, I believe, a good mindset. Uh, I'm not going to change when the camera goes on. I'm going to be me. If you like me for who I am, you're going to get that. If not, I'm going to be fake and you are going to feel that. That's not to say even now I hate how my voice sounds when I'm hearing it or when I see myself. You know, us people, we are not accustomed to seeing ourselves so much. So, for example, somebody that films every day, let's say, for example, like us, I am seeing myself on the screen at least four hours a day. And oh my God, I'm... I, we had enough of yeah, us. Yeah, I, I had yeah, enough of myself. 100%. I don't yeah. want to see myself anymore. Yeah. But uh, I, I know what you're saying. It's it's really difficult to, to be natural and to act normal when a camera comes off. But we are uh, instructors. And as you said, we develop people. And maybe this will help somebody that will watch it. Uh, you need to work on yourself, not in front of the camera, but off camera. Because if you try to be somebody else, when the camera goes on, that means that you don't trust yourself. There's something lacking inside you and you want to change that. So maybe work on that, on yourself, maybe gather more, more confidence, especially girls, they lack confidence when they, they start, they are really shy. Men, we, we, we tend to take everything as a joke. That's also maybe some insecurities in the beginning, but girls really feel that, that emotion. I'm not good enough. I cannot dance. I'm not so pretty. What do I do? What if I mess up? Everybody will laugh at me, etc., etc., etc. Wipe that. Nobody should care. You shouldn't care what everybody else thinks. Work on yourself. Enjoy. I am I am uh, at a party, and with this I will end what I want to say. Mm-hmm. At a party, I am hunted, not because I'm the best dancer there is. If I'm at a party and there are international artists, of course, they will go to dance with them because they want the video, but then they will come three or four times per night at me. Why? Because I make them feel that they are uh, safe, I, I care about them, even if I am dead on the floor, I'll give my best to, mm. to make you to, to feel that warmth, you know, that, okay, this is bachata. This is a safe place. Boom, pack. And who knows, even if you make have, uh, you have that connection with somebody. Because an, an artist in, in general tends to make a lot of marketing wherever he goes. Yeah. How he talks, how he thinks, how he acts. Uh, he tends to be a little bit self-imposed, you know, like... Yeah. Look at me, who I am. Mm. I'm not that guy. I'm just like you, like everybody else. So be natural. That's the best thing you can do. Be natural. I had when when I was training uh, dancers that that problem of self-image. I, I dealt with it quite a lot. Um, I I I always when I when I was especially when I think about one of my students right now. I, I she could not stand to watch herself. She would destroy. She she danced for me for five years and she never found one choreography good. And I said that, listen, just in numbers, that's not possible. Like if you take the law of big numbers, there must be at least one that's not that bad. <laughs> and yeah, I told yeah. her and I told her once and, and, and we had the discussion and she was telling me how she felt. And I remember saying to her and I, and I love that sentence. It goes, if you verbalize what you say to yourself, would you ever consider it to say it to a friend? And she goes like, no. And I go, well how come you talk to yourself like that like of course everybody is it has its relationship with his image like i don't i don't feel like i have the perfect type of body i don't feel but over the years i kind of look at it from like i always say to i said to my to the students look at it like a big mac like it's 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 you but not you it's like an object that you're trying to look at it and you just judge it but just to make it better if you don't have any other agenda just to make it better, if it's, you look at it and at the end of it, you, you feel like shit, don't, then don't watch it. Don't watch it because you, you have to be there. And after five years, she said a sentence to me once. She goes, it was the last uh, weeks of the dance troupe. She says, ah, it wasn't that bad, this one. And I looked at her, five years I worked on you. <laughs> and, yeah. and, and that was a very proud moment. And 
I feel it, 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 everything sums up what you said. It's, if it's a lot about image, a lot about, you said, self-imposed, a lot about those clicky thumbnails, everything, all of this doesn't feel good. Like, yeah. It, yeah, you can, it looks good. We click on it, but we don't get anything out of it. But from your uh, safe perspective where you, you're trying to make people feel good, you're like a, a white blood cell. You know, it's like a, <laughs> you're, 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 healing, you're healing the situation that's going the wrong way. So, so yeah. more, hey, here we go. I went, go, I gone again. Don't worry, don't worry. We're still oh, here. Yeah. I, I was saying something really, really thoughtful. Yeah. <laughs> the camera didn't like it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, guys. It's already been an hour, uh, yeah. uh, almost an hour. I really yeah. sincerely want to thank you for your time. No, no, I, no, you, no you are, sure. you are my first youtube stars that i interview i was I, 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 I swear to god i was i was nervous like if i was going on stage you know i was like wow i'm really nervous so like i hope i don't mess this up and uh, From one uh to another. <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah so, no but for real because uh if i remember correctly like a statistic um 80 or 70 of youtubers don't reach 1000 yeah one one zero one thousand one thousand subscribers so we are already in the stars area so mm. and what what's really cool about the statistics also is the people that watch my channel watch yours you're the first one on my on my statistic list and also i'll send you some some uh, some data i gathered it's on on, on a technical aspect i purchased the um uh, the uh, tube buddy uh, legend yeah, yeah. legend because at the beginning i was using it And I thought it was redundant. I was like, okay, so keyword explorer, all that technical stuff. But once I got the information, I canceled. And lately I got the tube legend just for one month to see what I can yeah. get to. And you can do an automatic A-B testing of thumbnails. Yeah. Have you tried it? No, no, not yet because I, I read some uh, reviews and it said that, well, you know, other than some uh, analytics, it's not worth it. So per total, it's not worth to give that much money for... I agree. I agree yeah. with that. I, I think there's redundancy. A lot of things that are similar to the already free things that YouTube yeah, gives us. Yeah, yeah. But I'll send you a couple of screenshots uh, of the results of the tests because they're, they're, they're kind of interesting. They give you some information about what type What type? The funniest one is what type of facial expressions do well. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Is it surprise? Yeah. Anger. Yeah. Depression. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. You know, I did. A, I did a shoot once of YouTube faces, and I'm thinking, am I really doing this? Like, yeah. So. <laughs> exactly. So every time we make a video, the, oh. the most important part is like, oh my god, what thumbnail? What picture know. are we making? I you know. know. I'm gonna start trying just our face, you know, like doesn't matter. Bachata Sensual Pro figure, you know, like <gasps> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's try that. I, I I don't know if it works. I have no idea. I have videos that went viral and I kind of know why because they were good, but some I don't know why. Like I'm trying to figure it out. It goes, why is this video? Then I take and I copy and paste the exact same data. I put it on, on another video, same keywords, same thumbnail, same everything. It's just the content slightly different. Let's say footwork for intermediate. Yeah. And it does like a, a tenth of it. I go, man. Yeah. And I, oh, one, one last one. Have you yeah, ever, sure, no have you ever, I, I, I thought about it and that's a discussion that I have with some, some YouTuber friends. How do you balance or how do you feel about giving exactly what your client wants, but on an algorithmic perspective like let's say the videos that do well and then going towards that versus you guys doing what you're inspired to do how do you balance uh, these both we kind of and i'm not uh, okay <laughs> just one second yeah i have the tendency to have one million thoughts and they all go like that no problem so we go uh towards what we think, what inspires us, what we we think uh, dancers need. So more towards on the second part, but we have the idea. Okay, people need to know how to be properly positioned in the shadow position to say so. Yeah, so, okay, how can we give this idea, but 
of course, getting all those analytical stuff, okay, how uh, the keywords, how we say, what we say, how we make it more interesting. So we have the idea and we try to put all this to adapt it, yeah, mm. to make all these things that might make it better. But we don't go the other way. What works now? Okay, what, what people click right now? Um, sensual dips uh, from 100 meters to zero. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> go and make that, you know? <laughs> How to throw your partner uh, yeah, off yeah. the social floor, you know? Yeah. We, we don't go towards that. We, we try to make the, the technical stuff and make our ideas. Awesome. Good yeah. stuff. Do you have any uh, uh, messages or how do, can people find you if you want to throw it out there so people get in touch with yeah, you? Definitely. So, Mario Serena official, Instagram, uh, YouTube, uh, I, Facebook, I, I think even TikTok, TikTok, I guess. We have TikTok, but uh, I, uh, we have, we have. <laughs> uh, our email is uh, also marioselenaofficial.com, Gmail. We have the Romanian email, but that's for Romanian people. Our school in Romania, it's called Anonymous Dancers, because when we started, we were anonymous. Mm. So it, it, in Romanian, uh, it doesn't make sense to, to say the, the email. So Maris Lena official everywhere. Got it. Uh, how do you feel about TikTok? Where you're at uh, in, in the space at TikTok? It's really good if you know how to adapt to it <laughs> mm. so it, it needs a lot of content and you have to make a lot of entertainment and uh, it works but it's something extra just like youtube shorts if you if you find uh, a pattern you know like put the camera like this film like this do this and you can repeat this it, it's really good and yeah also uh, for everybody and anybody that's interested we made our own platform, uh, what's called marioselena.com, marioselena.com. The, the purpose of the platform is to make what we did on YouTube, but more organized because people or, uh, complain always, I can't find that video, they are not in order, they are not, yeah. etc. So we made the platform and the, the purpose of the platform is until we die to cover everything. <laughs> so when I die, I will make the, the platform free for everybody paid for 1000 years take and dance <laughs> that's awesome yeah all right so it's a good way to end this uh thank you thank you very much uh for doing thank this you. i much appreciate your work i'm, I'm glad uh we could speak and, and get in uh in, uh, in deep in, in some subjects and uh keep going keep doing the work you're 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 true professionals and lovely teachers and i love you guys Love you. Right. Also, we will celebrate when you hit fifty thousand because right now you have like thirty thousand. That's and it. We will celebrate at one hundred. So fantastic, fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Take care, guys. Have a good day. Take care. Thank bye you bye. For everything. Bye. Thank you. It was awesome.